Hello, welcome to The Immigrant Fiancé. I'm Dan Gooding. This episode is a little different, as it's marking one year since I left the UK for the US. It's a milestone in my journey as an immigrant, so I want to share my thoughts and feelings on this moment. I recently had a conversation with a couple of friends about how we had all ended up in New York City. And as I reach a year here, it really was a moment of realization that this is where I'm meant to be. My first experience of NYC was at 15 on a school trip. We didn't ride the subway or go to Brooklyn. We stayed in a hostel and ate all the junk food. Good evening and welcome to New York. And you can now see the Chrysler building outside our room window um, at the Vanderbilt YMCA Manhattan, New York. I completely fell in love with the city, having so many, oh my God, we're really here, moments with friends. Hi, this is Manhattan Bridge. Woo, check out the view though. A pillar. Um, and it was that view just behind me. That is why, that is, the, that is what made us have our like, last excited moment about <laughs> To me, it was a once-in-a-lifetime trip that left me with treasured memories. Memories of an open-top bus trip over the Manhattan Bridge and back, of taking the elevator to the top of the Empire State Building and our ears popping, of eating a cheese-filled pretzel in Central Park and pancakes in a typical diner. A couple of years later, in my last year of school, I found myself studying American politics. That was just after Obama had been elected the first time. Again, I fell in love with the subject. I was fascinated by a system so different to that of the UK, and clearly that stuck with me, because my dissertation at the end of university was about the next presidential election in 2012, specifically the UK media's coverage of it. Looking back at those two moments of studying, I can't really explain what led me to choose that path. But now that I'm living in the US, I can't help but feel it was all to prepare me for this part of my life. Then, in my 20s, one of my best friends often talked about moving to the States and would say that I should think about it too. No way, I said. It would be far too far from family and friends. I couldn't even think about moving further north in the UK from where I was. But here I am, writing this in different spots across NYC, in a coffee shop in Soho, at home in Brooklyn. So clearly something changed. And as I'm sure you know, that something or someone was a man. A man I met by chance in Seville in Spain, who just happened to be from New York City, and who I had the most incredible 24 hours with. And the rest, well, the rest isn't necessarily history, but in short, we got together, visited each other a bunch, decided I would move here, applied for a visa, sued the Trump administration, Got the visa after over a year, I left my job, and we packed up my things in six suitcases, got on a plane, and came back to the city on the 18th of August 2021. If you want the longer version of events, I've talked about it all extensively on the podcast before. In the moments leading up to the move, I spent a lot of time with my parents, and of course, we talked a lot about making this big change, the nerves of it, their worries for me, and how hard it would be to be so far from home. But one moment really sticks out at me, and that is my mum pointing to all of those moments in my life and saying it felt like this was where I was meant to be going. Despite how difficult it was going to be, completely changing my life, 
the US and specifically New York was where I was meant to be. So now, one year on, does it still feel that way? Honestly, yes. A year ago today, I hugged my parents several times on the forecourt of Heathrow Terminal 3, cried a lot, and then got on a plane for the first time ever with my fiance. I distinctly remember getting off that plane and onto the bridge and this wave of humidity like we'd never get in the UK hit me. After immigration, another wave hit me. Two of David's closest friends picking us up outside the terminal and a whole barrage of questions and conversation followed. I hadn't seen them in a year and a half, but it felt like no time had passed. They were excited to see us, to see David especially, as he'd been in the UK for over six weeks and it really was glorious just falling into this loving environment when the emotion of leaving my home of 29 years was so raw. The weeks that followed were a mixture of complete homesickness, excitement at getting to explore my new home and wanting to find my own people. I thought that last part would take a really long time, but to my surprise, it was just a matter of weeks. I knew I wanted to find a church here in New York, but I hadn't really a clue where to begin and the reputation of the American church wasn't exactly appealing. But I literally tried two and the second one was it. The community I have found there is incredible. I was welcomed in instantly, especially to my small group which meets most weeks. They make fun of my Britishness and I poke fun back. There is a genuine care for each other and friendships I feel I have had for years not just a few months, and they have made the move here so much easier. But that isn't to say it's all been smooth, because I haven't been able to travel home for a year. For those of you who have been following my immigration journey, you will know that I now have my work permits, but the green card, it hasn't happened yet, and that means not being allowed to leave the US. During the long stretches of lockdowns during the pandemic, when I wasn't allowed to come to the States, I would watch walking tours of the city on YouTube and feel a pang of longing for the spots I recognised. In the past few weeks, I found myself doing this with London, and a friend of mine even sent me walking videos of my old town, Aylesbury. I miss the UK so very much, especially all my loved ones there. I lost both my granddads in the past year, and I missed the birth of my first nephew. Those three major life events have been some of the hardest moments about living here. In a way, I feel like it's my fault. I knew it would take some time to be able to travel outside the US again. I made the decision to move thousands of miles away. But I really did not expect this limbo to go on for as long as it has, and that isn't my fault at all. I know that this time will end and that I will go back and see everyone. Some days it is just harder to remember that. But this last year has been filled with more joy than sadness or frustration. New York is a magical, loud, diverse, chaotic, beautiful, dirty place to live. Yes, I fell in love with the city all those years ago as a teenager, but that love has grown so much from becoming a new New Yorker. Some of my favourite moments have been just exploring beautiful streets in Brooklyn or the West Village, enjoying moments of green and calm in Central or Prospect Park, showing visitors around the city, some for the very first time, and creating memories with them that I know will last forever. Living here is like nothing I've known before. Other than university, I've only ever lived in smaller towns. 
They are places you don't spend all of your time in, often leaving at weekends to go explore or visit people. NYC is a place you can literally spend months in without leaving the city limits, and every so often that catches me and I realise I need to escape. The huge variety in neighbourhoods, in architecture, food, green spaces, streets, culture on offer. It's overwhelming and exciting. I've had a whole year off to explore, yet I feel I've not even scratched the surface of what's on offer here. What there is to learn here. I still prefer the London Underground to the subway though. Not sorry. The last year, being able to step away from work in some ways because I had to, Getting to discover this place wouldn't have been possible without my husband. David has been incredibly supportive in helping me with my homesickness, looking after me and encouraging me to get out and try new things. I can't really express how that feels. We spent what felt like forever planning to be here and being separated because of the pandemic. And now the last year has flown, making it hard to imagine not living together. And of course I now get to call him my husband, which is a pretty big change. As this first year in the US comes to an end, I am about to start work again and we have a new home to go to in Harlem in just a few weeks, because why stand still? I can't wait to see what the next year holds. Hopefully a green card, so I can travel and feel a sense of freedom again, and I can travel home and hold my nephew and hug my family. See the sea on the south coast, ride the London Underground, enjoy a pub garden. But whilst that desire to travel is, I feel justified, I hope I continue to learn about this city and get to explore even more of New York State and the US. In a way, I have two homes now, and I love it.